The subject matter of this parak and the next one is what is included in different types of sales. And the Mishnah goes through many different examples of common things which were sold and what is sold together with that. Hamochah is based on one who sells an olive press and we're actually referring to the building which houses the olive press. What is included in the sale? And the main answer is going to be similar to what we've seen in the previous couple of Mishnayas, that anything which is portable and which can be moved and taken off easily, that is not included. However, everything fixed to the ground and a fixed part of the olive press that would be included in the sale. So the Mishnah says, Moharas Hayom, he has sold the Yom, which we are going to understand to refer to the round container, as it were, at the bottom of the olive press into which the oil flows and goes into once it is squeezed. There's hamamal, this is the top part of the millstone, which is used to crush the olives before they would be squeezed. There's habasulais, the two poles or sticks, which were part of the beam, excuse me, part of the olive press and the beam which would press down onto the olives, the beam would be on top of these poles. And even though these are not necessarily fixed, however, it's considered to be an integral part of the olive press, and therefore it is included in the sale. He is not included in the sale. The boards, which would be on top of the olives, and would push down onto the olives, or the wheel, which would bring the beam upwards or downwards, the beam is the thing which would push onto the boards, to make the board squeeze the, oli- the oil out of the olives. There's Hakoira, this beam which would do that. So those things are not included, since they could easily be replaced and they were portable. However, the Mishnah says, If the seller tells the buyer that he is selling him this building and everything inside of it, then all of the things that we have just mentioned would be included in, in the sale. Now, Rebbe Liezer says, Rebbe Liezer argues on one slight point, and he says that Hamoichah is a bad one who sells this building which houses the olive press. Although the Tanakama said that the beam, the heavy beam which would be lowered down by the wheel onto the boards in order to squeeze the olives, Mochasakaira, he has sold that, that is included in the sale, since that is the main part of the olive press which allows the olives to be squeezed into oil. One who sells a bathhouse, what is considered to be an integral fixed part of the bathhouse, and what is considered to be easily replaceable and more portable, such that it would not be included in the sale of the bathhouse. And this time the Mishnah begins with the things which are not included in the sale. Loimachari is not sold as Hanasarim, the wooden boards on the floor, which would prevent people's feet getting dirty and it would protect their feet from the heat. There's Asaf Solim and the benches where people would sit in the changing rooms. There's Havilois and the curtains. However, with Rancho Omar in a case where the seller told the buyer that he is selling him the bathhouse and everything which is inside of it, in such a case, all of these things would be included in the sale. However, whether in this case or in this case, meaning even if he says that he's selling him everything inside of the bathhouse, that does still not include Loimochar, he has not sold Leis Mugrois Shalmayim, the stores of water, which he has ready to fill up the bathhouse or refill it 
from this store of water, and he also has not sold the wood which has been stored up there to keep the fire going for the sake of warming up the water in the bathhouse, since although that is necessary for the bathhouse to continue working, nevertheless it has nothing to do with the bathhouse itself. And the owner could just as well use that wood. He can take the wood home and use it for the fire at home. And the water as well. So although it is necessary for the bathhouse, it's not considered to be part of it at all. And therefore that would not be included in the sale. And again, it's very important to remember that we're discussing cases where nothing else was specified. Of course, they can make an agreement to include these things in the sale. But we're talking about cases where they didn't specify it. The question is, what is the understood extent of the sale? Everyone who sells a town, in times of the Mishnah, it was, there were certain small towns which were owned by individuals. They were privately owned. So if somebody sells a town, he has included in the sale all of the houses and courtyards in the city, all of the different types of pits which hold water, bathhouses, bird huts, olive presses, Vesashlochen literally means a field which requires more water than the natural rainwater. However, in this case, the Gemara explains that it's actually referring not to fields, but rather to gardens and parks. These are considered to be an integral part of the city itself, and they're used by the public, and therefore they are sold together with the city. However, regular fields which have things growing in it would not actually be included in the sale. Alright, and the Mishnah says, the movable items within the city are not included in the, in the sale. However, it was Manjah Maloy in a case where he told the buyer that he is selling him the town together with everything inside of it. Even if there were animals or slaves inside of the city, assuming that he is the owner of those animals and slaves, non-Jewish slaves, then Hari Kulon they would all be sold and included in the sale of the town. We can see that when one is selling a town, it includes much more than if one is selling, for example, a courtyard, which we learned about earlier on in the Perek. Over here where we're selling a town, pretty much everything inside of it is included in the sale. Says, one who sells a town, as well as the things which the Mishnah listed are sold together with the town, he is also included in the sale, he has sold the guard of the town, and it's even in a case where he didn't say that everything inside of the city he is selling, so regular slaves are not included in the sale, nevertheless, the guard of the city, which is, who is considered to be an integral part of the city, of this small, small town, excuse me, he would be included in the sale automatically. One who sells a field, he has included in the sale stones which are for the sake of the field. If the seller had previously brought in lots of stones to the field for the sake of making a wall around the field, even if he hasn't yet made the wall and the stones are not attached to the ground, since they are there for that purpose, they would be included in the sale. Reeds in a vineyard which are for the need of the vineyard, the vines would be supported by reeds which were stuck into the ground so that they would be straight. And even though it's very easy to move these about and they are portable, they wouldn't really ever be moved once they were stuck into the ground for the vines to grow together with them. So they were pretty much kept there forever and therefore it's considered to be an integral part of the vineyard and of the field. 
This hatavua shimuchubes lakarka and any grain which is still attached to the ground, even if it is fully ripe and it's ready to be cut off the ground, it would still be included in the sale of the field. Which is interesting. In many cases, something which is ready to be cut off the ground is halachically viewed as if it's already been cut off. However, concerning the sale, which is dependent much more on the common understanding between different people, as long as it has not yet been harvested and cut off the ground, it would be included in the sale and it is considered to be part of the field. Another version of the Mishnah reads, This refers to reeds which are growing in a very concentrated way. There's lots of reeds growing in one small place. If the area where it is growing is Shippachusum Beis Reva, it's less than the size of a Beis Reva, which is quite a small area, then it's considered to be secondary to the field and not something significant within itself, and therefore it's sold together with the field. And a guard's hut, which hasn't been made with plaster or cement, so again, it's not considered to be something significant within itself, and therefore it's secondary to the field and sold together with it. There's a chorosh in a murkov, and a carob tree which hasn't yet been grafted with other trees, so it does not yet have its big significance, which a carob tree, once it grows and matures fully, it's a very large tree, which has a lot of significance within itself, and once it's large, it would usually be grafted with other trees. But if it hasn't yet matured enough, and it has not yet been grafted, then it is secondary secondary to the rest of the field, and a young sycamore tree, again, once it is old, it is very significant and large, and therefore not considered secondary to the field, but at this stage, when it is young, it is considered to be secondary to the field, and therefore it is sold together with the field.